0: Hi friends, welcome to Deep Dive, my brand new podcast born from a desire for critical thought, vulnerability, and awareness. I'm your host, Dana Falsetti, a thinker, a writer, a yoga teacher, an activist, an authenticity agent. Each month you'll hear from me and my guests ranging from iconic disruptors to everyday people, all candidly sharing our personal experiences on topics ranging from sexuality to social justice and consciousness to capitalism. Deep Dive is a space to tackle hard-hitting questions and controversial topics in a raw, empathetic, and curious way. And it's my space to rant and ramble freely, no holding back. Let's dive in.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. I have Jessmine Stanley with me today. I'm so excited. You all know Jess. I know Jess.
2: <laughs> I'm Jessamine. I don't know. Do I need to say anything else? I feel like I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, if you want to. Oh, I should. If okay, you cool. want to. What's, um, I'm Jessamine. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a writer. I'm based in North Carolina. Dana and I have known each other for a minute now. It's we been have a been like I mean like like kind of a long time actually. And I have really like it's just kind of wild to be talking at this stage in our lives and i'm stoked to be here with you chatting
1: yeah thanks for being here i i was thinking on my drive over here i was just like man it has been like five almost five years or like four years or something like that which is like
2: a minute yeah wild it's been been a spell yeah and so much has
1: happened so much has changed so much has changed so
2: much has changed
1: and that's why i was like i just want to hear from you because you've been doing a lot as of the yeah. last few years. And I we know some shit do. has changed in your head for yeah. sure.
2: It, it has. It has. And I mean, I think that honestly, like, I just feel like I'm always trying to live my life, pay these bills, yeah. live my practice. Like, that's it. And in that time, a lot of things have happened. Like, a lot of, but at the same time, I don't really feel like, anything is all that different from when I was like working in a restaurant and just like trying to practice when I could fit it in. Yeah. And I mean, you're just living your I life. Think that, yeah. And I mean, I feel like, um, especially, I don't know. I feel like whenever you put shit on social media, there's a tendency to want to like make your life seem cooler than it is or something. You know what I mean? Oh, Where for it's sure. like, like look how like oh my gosh i'm doing all of these extra special things so that like i feel like there's this piece of me that it feels compelled to jack off or something right now and be like yeah this thing has happened and this thing is crazy and that thing is crazy (laughs) and this thing and i just like can't even give a fuck because honestly like these i mean there's i feel you you're just living
1: you're making money you're doing things that you like to do and like you're paying your bills like i feel that a hundred percent it's all like Everything is so glamorized for no reason. And people, I think, really do think that this whole like social media lifestyle is just a lot more glamorous than it is. I mean, there are definitely cool things going on that maybe not a lot of people are doing, but at the same time, like, it's work too.
2: You know, I feel like people, I don't know. I, uh, okay. I don't know. Okay. Oh my. I don't even know where to start. Okay. So. <laughs> because i just I, feel, I always get this impression from people that they're like like okay so let's say that i'm out around town and i see somebody who i haven't seen in a while and they're like oh jessamine like you like how are you doing what's going on i mean i see that you're like in this place and that place and it's like they want for yeah. me to be like yeah this thing happened that thing happened but i'm like honestly it's kind of weird to me that you're watching me work you know what i mean like yeah. it's weird that like we're all so entwined to the point. And then also that there's this assumption that like whatever you put out on social is representative of your actual life. So that like people think that they know what your actual life is like. And I'm like, no dude, you don't know. Like I'm going through the same fuck shit, the same things. And I think that like we have to be, at least I need to be more vigilant about that like in the way that I, I, I don't know, I guess like being more open about that just as a theme, because I I really feel like most people think that their lives are insufficient or something, or that like, everyone, is that just me? I don't know. No, like the, the no, feeling, I'm pretty sure that's everyone. <laughs> yeah. And like, and it's, it's like a fucking epidemic. Like people yeah. are just not satisfied. And I don't know, that's something that
1: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I feel you and I feel like, so the other day I impulsively, as I tend to do, (laughs) uh, canceled all my workshops for next year. <laughs> Wait, yeah you, you gotta love it no you gotta love it
2: <laughs> I it. just Wait, pause, I... Ah, pause, pause, pause. my thing about this is that yeah. you're so lit about self-care I don't know what led to this but like <laughs> that like it's a 50 50 shot that it was self-care and it you, was it wasn't it is right anyway so sorry I,
1: no it's good I I just so I'm so like and I'm sure many people are this way where you have the thought and like the seed is planted and then there's no moves you mm. make no moves and because it just feels easy especially for me i'm just like a total creature of habit i love stability and comfort and security just as as much as i'm impulsive and it's just so easy for me to just do the same shit as long as it's working mm. for a long time regardless of like how much i love it or If it's bringing me, like, joy or excitement or whatever the fuck. And I just realized, and I think I realized a year... Well, I think I really realized through the lawsuits and all that bullshit earlier Mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. And I just came out on the other end of that, and I was just like, this is just not my fire right now or Mm -hmm. anymore. And... I just was like, I need to cancel them all. I need a break from teaching in person. I've just been doing it nonstop for four years. And there's just other things. And I feel like it's just been a natural progression. Like, it makes sense in my mind to move on to lots of other things from your asana practice, my asana practice. And it's come from that. It's my, my brain space and my emotional state has just like exploded in the best way because of that practice but now it's like there's just other stuff i want to do and more dialogue based shit and i was like i don't know what it's going to be yet but i know that those workshops are not it and i felt it so strongly and i just sat down i emailed every studio and i was like i just need to do this for my mental health right now and everybody was cool the world didn't end (laughs)
2: And because people should understand that, frankly, and like, okay, first of all, this is that everything you're saying is just such a word, because I think that there's this assumption that with yoga the better your practice is the more that it's like constrained or something and the more that you like get down to a certain pattern and it's it's this specific pattern that you work that's like you do it exactly that way every single day and it because we live in such a visual world it's like totally associated with the asana practice so that everything is like, it's like, well, how much are you practicing and where and and how many people are like, and if you're a teacher, you know, how many classes do you teach? And where, where do you teach them? And how many people are in the classes? Like, it's all just based on this, like, very short sighted understanding of living period. Mm -hmm. And like, if we think of practicing as living, then it's like, as your practice expands then shouldn't your life expand and like as your practice expands shouldn't your like understanding of what that needs to look like expand and I feel like it's it should be and I think probably what we're witnessing is that it is the norm for people who have been practicing and especially like in this new age of like people practicing in front of each other in the in the social media world there's this like there's a period of okay so let me solidify what the what the physical practice is for me in a visual way and then after you do that for a while whether it's like Via photos or videos or whether it's via like teaching classes, whether it's teaching in like this really traditional kind of understanding of it. And then you start to think, like, how can I really start to talk about the actual shit that's happening to me in this practice? Because that shit's Mm -hmm. not really it's not really like. I mean, like, some of it's happening on a mat, sure. But, like, most of it is happening, like, when I'm brushing my teeth or when I'm having a fight with a stranger that turns into a compassionate conversation or, like, when I'm, like, looking at, gazing at myself in the light of reality. I don't know, like whenever I'm, I'm having these like real moments of yoga, how can I convey that to other people? And if it seems like a totally natural progression to be like, yeah, and now it's time to work on other projects. Now it's time yeah. to like, now it's time to spread my wings and like really see, I mean, just like as a teacher, how can we teach this practice? Like how can you teach this practice? Right. I feel like that makes a lot of sense.
1: You know, and it's it's that and it's, and it's, I think it's been, being on social media and seeing the nonstop misunderstanding of mm-hmm. what the practice is, just the constant love and light, you know, anytime there's a conversation about anything that uh brings up what people associate as negative emotions like anger or frustration or whatever, it just I see it shut down all the time and I'm just like so confused not confused But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not confused yeah. But you know it's, about it's a, Why know. and yeah. where that has Gone and to the point where like and you know Me I mean I just get myself I'm I get So frustrated that I I just can't Even like continue and In yes. a lot of ways it's been that And it's been You know I, I look back at the Beginning and I, I'm not mad about any Of it because here I am now Here we are but I, in the Beginning it was like I see so clearly now, in a way that I never did before, how strong fat phobia is. Mm. And I, it really took in a lot of ways, going through this process of like being seen, being public, being consumed as Mm. an inspiration for being exceptional as a fat person. Mm. I didn't see that. And I didn't see that at the time because I, I needed that at the time. And now I see it and I'm like mad, but mad in an invigorating way where I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to feed this shit anymore. And there's other shit that I have to do.
2: I feel you. I mean, it's like, it's kind of that understanding of, well, okay. So, okay. So for me, it's like when I was a kid and as an adolescent, I received like, very little positive feedback that was not really like a Mm -hmm. thing so that that became embedded in who I am and understanding that it's like a huge part of my personal practice that it's beautiful that there was an opportunity to really get to see that shit in living color through being consumed by other people, because it's like the initial reaction to being consumed by others, whether it's positively or negatively, it's like, it's, it's answering that age old um, question that I think really reverberates through most people, which is like, does someone love me? Am I lovable? So I feel like there's this fulfillment that comes from the feedback from other people and then around the same time that I started to realize like oh shit oh shit this is an unhealthy cycle oh god then it's then you start to realize like Oh word. And I'm also a sideshow act for everyone who has ever wanted to see the amazing fat person who does this thing that I never thought other human beings could do. (laughs) And it's like, whoa. Okay. So then you're kind of like, okay, am I going to be okay with that? Is there a bigger mission at hand? Like what, like, where can I, um, just like, yeah, yeah. Where even enter it yeah and so i feel like the side that i'm kind of landing on is be hyper critical of and like super conscious of the way that the ego rules all actions like be conscious of that and use like let this be the vehicle that your practice needs like do that but then also start to think like okay so what are the benefits and what are the negatives and if the benefits are not outweighing the negatives, then this is not the road for you. And like I have had so many moments over the last few years of being like, I'm just I cannot, I can't anymore. I feel like I'm good. Like I I don't understand anymore. Oh my God. Like I really everything irritates me. Like I can't even um, I mean noticing the fat the the fat phobia honestly like I'm more distressed by my own fat phobia than anyone else's. And like, I feel like the noticing the depths to which that shit resides within me is frustrating enough. And when I think about it residing in other people, it just makes me sad. So that now, like I have pretty much assumed that all trolls on the internet, this may, I may be going left, but like, (laughs) I feel like all trolls are literally high school kids with nothing to do. So that like, It's like their private, their secret accounts or whatever. So I'm really like not pressed about anyone expressing their fat phobic views on the internet. And for people who are not, for people who are obviously not hiding behind a private name or something, I'm just like, you're, it's really sad that you feel compelled to express your views in this way. I I can't be pressed about that. No, totally. The fat phobia within is what's so toxic for me.
1: A hundred percent. It's the fat phobia within, which has slowly been revealing itself to me as time goes on Mm. and it's also it's not even the individuals it's not even um the trolls like i'm 100 percent with you on those like don't have time of day it's just like i just see systems working (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) now in a way that i just didn't i just didn't before and i and i get well i get in a lot of ways why one of them is definitely privileged but the other is like I internalized just all this shit to the point where I didn't get that in the beginning that that's why people wanted to consume it. I mean and there's so many layers to that because I also get that there were other fat people who needed to be seen, who needed to know that they could right. do it too and I see that side right. of it, but that's also a byproduct of the same thing. And mm-hmm. I'm just like wow. Like I don't even know, I don't even know where I'm going with that, but it's just No, I it's so you, deep. Dude it's just so deep that I'm just like damn
2: <laughs> basically it, it, it's so deep and I feel like the the key is to like be able to see it mm-hmm. and still find a way to like exist yeah you know, period because like yeah I, I mean the it's a sea that is so deep and so vast that any there's a million different places to stop and just be like fuck it this is too much I'm just going to, like, slow – I'm a moonwalk out of this. This is not for me. Like, I don't know. And then it's like, dude, it makes such a difference. Because, like, even if – like, if you think – okay, so they're – like, going back to your point about, like, they're fat people. I mean, just one of the major positives, I think, of being visibly fat and being cool with it is that it inspires other people to accept themselves for who they are. Like, I feel like that just as a thesis Mm -hmm. is – period dot a good thing now that is trapped within a system of need of sameness and trying to um trying to like uh, find a way to fit into some group trying to find a way to like it's all so like the waves of badness are so bad that I feel like ultimately it's just got to come down to like are we, is, are we putting good or bad into the world? Like it it could yeah. be so, it could be so micro that it's like, let's just pull it back and make it macro. Does it bring some good to this world? Does it promote positivity? Is it promoting a practice of compassion? It does? Okay. Then I'm gonna go with it. Cause yeah. like, I feel like, um, I felt the same thing about social media in general like mm-hmm. and then more specifically social media and the yoga world because I'm like dude yeah people have such a fucked up understanding of this practice and it has everything to do with social media yeah same time the fact that people are talking about compassion period in a world that does not promote compassion like that's not anything to spit at and like as much as i'm i'm so over the the boutique yoga scene like everything like the fucking like every everything that goes (laughs) along with that i'm so over it but you know there's a lot of things in this world that are terrible and i don't know if that one really ranks like i don't know if it's on the same level and I don't know, I, but I feel you so much about being angry about it because then what hap, What happens for me is that that anger, I end up, like, trying to analyze within my own practice. Like, yep. why do I feel angry? Yep. Is it, like, am I angry at other people or am I angry with myself? And, like, if I'm angry with myself, where is that coming from? Is this something that – and then it turns into, like, oh, this is the point of everything. Right, so, every time. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, it's a combo of all these things. It's, like, a combo of – Okay, I see things more clearly than I did before. I'm I have anger but in this like invigorating way that makes me want to do more things. And then it's just a matter of figuring out what those things are, and I'm so committed and I'm actually really curious to hear your thoughts on this as well. In the last year, I have actively prioritized pleasure in my life in a way that is now essential I think forever moving forward and has kind of become the direction I don't know exactly how but the direction that I want to go in um, in a way that's like I don't know like I feel like my whole practice has just brought me to this place of being able to just be being able to be empathetic which I wish were prioritized more in general Mm -hmm. and enjoying this like I don't want to be like new agey about it but like (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: enjoying just this like higher consciousness kind of state not in like an enlightened way just in an aware way and really Mm -hmm. in my body and just like enjoying things that have just been available to me all this time Mm -hmm. that I just haven't allowed into my life and I feel like my physical practice through a long chain of events kind of brought me to this place. And now it's like this is just so much of what I want to share. Like I just see so much more now than I ever did in the most beautiful way.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a certain amount of responsibility to, like, enjoy the beauty that is life because there's so many, like mechanisms at play for us to not appreciate it and not enjoy it and and to wait for every moment to be the next and to like lament over the past moments. And that kind of living is totally normalized in our world, like for beyond generations. Like, I mean, it's, it's surrounding us so that I think it's really an act of, um, of deep rebellion to be like, Actually, I'm just going to really try to appreciate. Like the sun came up, you know, and global warming bit it yet, so I can still like enjoy <laughs> being out here and living my life and like doing whatever. And I mean, like working is a part of that, but not working to live, like or what is it? Living to work, mm-hmm. not so not living to work. I feel like that is something that does not come naturally to me I aspire to your to this um goal that (laughs) you're expressing because I feel like it's so easy to get totally wrapped up in the way in like the the long term and to get wrapped up in like you know what what am how am I affecting the world or how am I affecting other people and then it's like what if what if something came out of the sky today and like conked you on the head and then this was it? Exactly. Like, is it going to be better that you were not appreciating yourself, appreciating your life? And I, I definitely feel like that comes along with the practice. Yeah. I, um, I do think that because in the West, at least it required, um, to practice and to be a part of like studio culture is, an act of privilege. I think that there's and that so that a lot of people get swept into that privilege, regardless of w- other areas where privilege does not exist. Like this is to be able to even like talk about this topic is shrouded in privilege. And so mm-hmm. I think that that means for many people who hear us talk about this topic they're just like what the fuck you know they're like oh my god like how like how is your life that you could be like i'm just gonna live for pleasure i'm just gonna i'm gonna live for the moment totally within you know like even like i would say my parents are great examples of people who would roll their eyes at that sentiment to some extent because they're like i mean bitch you you were able to do that because like you have, you like, you're surrounded by people who love you and you have these structures in place, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, totally. And, I mean, I think that that can make us doubt the validity of the rebellion, Yeah. Yep. but like, but it is. And I mean, I think especially when you live in a body that is um, marginalized exactly. and that is made to be like, like it is, I always feel like it's an act of fucking rebellion for me to go outside with my head held up, yep. like, and like. Yes, I will not hate myself today. thank you like that and that gets belittled because of
0: mm-hmm.
2: the great ranking and scale of this world. but I mean, everybody's yeah. got this
1: and I mean, I think it's what it's that last thing that you just said is exactly how I feel, and like every time I talk about pleasure i I call it like pleasure politics because I feel mm-hmm. that exact way about it that it's like every time that I feel great in my body or I experience like Sensory pleasures, or I just feel really connected to something. It's just this, like, it feels like that. It feels like this ultimate act of rebellion for anybody, but definitely for marginalized people. Like, definitely as someone who's been in this fat body for years and years, like finding ways to allow those things into my life has taken more work than I realized that it did. And it's like, I recognize all my privilege in being able to do lots of the things that I do, but even in small ways. And I mean, we can all blame lots of different systems, definitely capitalism for scarcity mindset and, and needing to maintain Mm. and collect resources and maintain and collect resources. And, and hoard them (laughs) really like in varying degrees and to be concerned about losing that and i get that i feel that and i i see my privilege in all of those spaces but i want in some way to find a way to connect with people across the board um to find a way to prioritize that in their lives in some way like even in small ways because it's so easily overlooked as you said and it's like gosh, like the last thing I want is for my life. It just goes so fast, you know, and as I get older and I'm only 25, but as it gets older, as I get older, I just see how fast it goes. And and the last thing I want is to get to that inevitable end whenever it is, whether it's tomorrow or 50 years from now and not have experienced like the vastness of what is available to me to the extent that I could experience it.
2: Right and I mean I just always think about and I mean again like morbid but I just keep <laughs> thinking about how brief this time is that we're in and how each day goes by so quickly and how you never know what's coming and like what if like we're we're on the brink of so many terrible things happening there you're talking about global warming is going to get us by 2040 like what the fuck yeah. so I'm just like let me appreciate exactly what's happening right now. Not wish for something different to be happening or like be totally focused on how things work. Just try to be here in this. Like I'm less thinking about, I love this idea of ple- pleasure and pleasure politics. Cause <laughs> that's, that's super real. And I feel like, I'm more about like, I'm just trying to find this moment mm-hmm. and just hang on to this moment. And like in finding this moment, it's just trying to enjoy it while it's happening right now. So that if tomorrow is the zombie apocalypse, like I can be like, wow, I did enjoy that other time. And look, I guess I'm going to try to find, I don't know. I don't have a contingency plan for the zombie apocalypse in terms of like metaphysical thought. Well, you only have how to figure it, it out when you get there. <laughs> might have to who knows I might have to reassess life values by that point but (laughs) I'm just I feel like in the short term the um yeah yeah
1: yeah no seriously and it's just it's interesting I don't know I've just been in this like I feel like since the lawsuits earlier this year I've just been in this really introspective place of like what the fuck happened the last four years you know like right. you know what Super i mean real. just like just it's just been so wild and like i was so young like at the beginning of it just like right out of college and just it was so exciting and new and then just so much has happened and i've learned so much and i just i don't know i'm just in one of those inevitable constant transitional phases where it's like the next level of growth <laughs> is occurring Indeed. and so- uh um, and it's just like, what do I do with that in In the best way? Like, I feel so content um, with not knowing necessarily, which is not right. something I could have said years ago. And I can definitely thank my practice for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels yeah. good,
2: you know. That's super real. I mean, especially after the year that you've had, like there's been a lot of space. to. But I always feel like life, will slap you and make you learn the things that you need to learn and you and whenever you're learning them you think like I don't want to learn this I don't need to learn this how can I learn this and it's like you're you've been perfectly prepared to learn whatever the lesson is and it's just time and it's terrible but it's happening and that I mean I think that I'm trying to get to a place of being okay with just doing whatever I want to do. Mm -hmm. Not because not on a schedule for anyone else or not because it's like the pattern that I should follow, but just like, like, what, what would, what did you want to do when you were a kid that you always said, like, I would like to do this and just do it because your life is happening right fucking now. Like it's not happening in the future. It's happening now. So just whatever it is you want to do. And that, that means like prioritizing things in really different ways. It means like being, um, more aggressive and being like, just very forthright in a way that, i don't know about anyone else but like i was not trained to be forthright like i was trained to fall to the back mm-hmm. but getting to a space of comfort was just like no i'm gonna be i'm gonna be strong yeah. i'm gonna be powerful like i and i'm not gonna pretend to i'm not gonna pretend to do those things i'm going to just like just let it be and i don't know if i'm doing it right i don't have a lot of models for it but I'm just gonna do that, and yeah. that as a practice has been very enlightening.
1: Yeah, and I think it—you know—it's just been like a full circle back to that because I just remember. I mean, that was that was the whole point. Like <laughs> when I started practicing and like started learning those lessons, that was the whole point. Like to be able to just be in my body, to be accepting of it, to be present, and to be not only aware of things going on outside of myself but to be self-aware enough to like be able to follow that path and be able to like find that strength and do the things that I genuinely want to do and not to do the things that are only being done to appease people or only feeding patterns that i don't need to perpetuate or you know whatever it is and i just like yeah it's so easy though it's so easy and like certainly i think you learn some lessons forever and ever (laughs) until the day you die but hopefully with self awareness you could learn some of them but who knows (laughs) but um i'm always doing the same shit (laughs) in different ways (laughs) over and over and it's like i just see myself in that again like i've been doing The workshops to the extent that i have been probably for the last year or so just because that's what it was in the beginning that's what people want or that's my projection of it at least Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. i've just been feeding that when in reality it's like Mm -hmm. it's like fuck like there's lots of other things that excite me and that bring me joy that i would love to to do and discuss and work on um and like there's so much time for me to do other shit. It's like, it's just so easy. It's so easy to get bogged down in so many different ways. Totally.
2: I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's just I mean, wild. I, <laughs> yeah. One of my fears with um, teaching really aggressively in like a kind of like feeding the, because um, you're right, it is like a feeding, like yeah. feeding the, um, the studentship, I guess, is mm-hmm. that I feel like it really devalues the practice and it devalues the energy that's put into it and it makes it, it really commodifies it and just makes it like, oh, well, this is what, I don't know, like I have a whole psychological issue with teaching and then teaching for money and like the whole thing. As I say, like, check out com for my upcoming tour dates. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, (laughs) I feel like there's so much conflict with it, though, for, um, I just, I just feel like it it devalues the practice ultimately. And
1: I feel that, uh,
2: I mean, I don't know. I think that again, because so much of the modern yoga world is embedded with capitalism and it's just like almost some, some aspects of it, I would say are in, in, strict what is the word they're they're linked in a way where they're not coming unglued like they go together and I I can't deny that much of my much of just the growth in my practice in general has been fueled by that feeding it's Mm -hmm. and it is a feeding frenzy (laughs) and I just I don't really see that stopping. I think that people's interest, the general, the mainstream interest in yoga would have to end for there to be like a major change in that way, because there's, oh, people will just like make any fucking whatever, you know, let me not paint myself into a box, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i feel you i feel you and i agree people that that's not going office.
1: anywhere <laughs> it's definitely not going anywhere as long as fat phobia exists i'll tell you that much
2: so oh, God. for well, sure what's also funny to me and i don't know how you feel about this but like when when people who have fat phobia who hints probably didn't even know what it was before last year determined <laughs> yeah. that they are fat phobic the way that they react is just like straight up funny to me. And it's not, I'm not saying this to discourage anyone from like, from coming out as fat phobic. I'm just always like, yeah, bitch, you think? Yeah, right, right. It's all it is. It is. exactly.
1: We see you. you.
2: Right. Yes. So (laughs) that's all I'm going to say about it.
1: (laughs) That, that is a word. That is a word right there. We see Uh, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. So what do you feel like, I don't know like what do you feel like some of the biggest changes have been or like some of the biggest lessons like what what like what are like the monumental things that have that stand out over the last few Um, years
2: like what's the evolution been you know so like okay um one thing that I think that I misunderstood about the we're talking about like the yoga world or just like whatever yeah whatever just everything Okay. Yeah. Um, something that I have realized is that capitalism is capitalism, no matter what kind of clothes it's wearing. So, like, it doesn't matter what the intentions are. It doesn't matter what the mission is. It doesn't matter if it's nonprofit, B Corp. It doesn't matter. Everybody's out here trying to make money, yeah. unless you're not trying to make money, but if you are, and frequently when people are not trying to make money, they're just not trying to make physical money. They're trying to make like power money or just other kinds of other ways to live. And that understanding has been really helpful because I think that I have gotten into uh, a lot of situations where it's like, Oh, you know, like this, it's this, group or this company or this whoever whatever and like they have this mission and yeah you know it'd be just just be so great if you know you could attach your you know your (laughs) whole thing to our mission and and I'm very much a mission driven person so that I'm like cool let's what kind of missions are we talking about let's let's do this let's let's (laughs) let's let's save the world yeah you're trying to save the world they're trying to make money so that like you end up just feeling like, wow, that was a shitty thing to put my my actual mission toward. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that, that has been really understanding that on a cellular level and trying to understand it in a way that's not judge, immediately judgmental has been really um, a big lesson for me. And let's see. Um. (laughs) Can you elaborate on the
1: not being Judgmental thing I feel like I have things to learn From you
2: well like (laughs) Like not I don't even know like um, (laughs) I feel like Being Hmm
1: Is it just like you see the big picture And so you can be Empathetic Is it like that Yeah Because I feel that in some ways, for sure. Yeah, I
2: mean, I don't know. I have a habit of getting into spaces where, like, I get pissed about something and then I can't, I'm just, like, so deeply in the being pissed part that I can't find a way to, like, release the judgment. And the judgment is really judgment that I'm placing upon myself. So, like, I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't know. yeah
1: that that last part though yeah
2: is the damn truth I don't know it's because so much of what we put out to other people is what we're putting on ourselves and like it's very difficult when you when you recognize that like oh shit like this isn't what I thought that it was or like Like, oh, this isn't, it's really easy to just start like throwing judgment around and to start feeling like, like, like you are not like, it's almost like giving away the responsibility. And Mm. it's helpful to be like, okay, so where is this judgment coming from? Is it coming from inside you? Okay. So if it's coming from inside you, then like, That's something that we can work with, but there's no need to like put that out onto like to put that out onto other beings, companies, whatever. Like you have to Mm -hmm. accept it for yourself and that in the process of accepting that light, that dark, that truth, that there's this like larger resolution of trying to release judgment does that make sense
1: yeah no for sure well and i feel like that's that's an answer for so many things like when you recognize that so many of the things that you think and so many of the things that are the stories that you tell yourself and things like judgment are so internal and such a reflection of the things that we're pissed about ourselves i mean and i saw that I saw that in my lawsuits immediately. I was like, geez, Mm -hmm. I've just been mad at myself. And I was, and I really was. (laughs) I was Mm -hmm. mad at myself for a a while for continuing to film um, and doing something that didn't really feel right to me. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. knew that and I did it anyway. And I did it anyway because it made me good money and I got visibility and I got security from it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I let that outweigh that I knew it wasn't right for me. And so it was that that made me mad. And I knew that. I knew that. I mean, I'll give myself at least the credit of self-awareness at some point along the line. Well, <laughs> um, like maybe in the future before I get sued. But like,
2: we're, we'll work on that. And <laughs> <laughs> But, it's but I, I see that. This so key, though. You know, like, really, like... I mean, damn, it sucks to put your hand on the fire to put it in the fire <laughs> so much, but like once you got a crispy hand, you won't put it back in the fire. Yeah. And I bet you tell other people not to put their hands on the fire. Yeah. Like it's I don't know. I mean Yeah. There are many lessons to be learned. I feel like we've all I don't know. What are your biggest like <laughs> what what are your biggest changes that have happened? Or like man, I—I ju- think that you- How do I explain? It's like, it's
1: so much of what we've been talking about, I guess, it's just this like, I feel comfortable, just like content, like just really Mm -hmm. comfy and content with even when it's a shit show, even when I'm devastated, just things that would have thrown me in a whole different way in the past don't anymore. And I feel like that's something that I'm super grateful for. And I guess that's being present in a lot of ways so that and also just really valuing um myself like my thoughts and my feelings and just what I want to do what I have to offer but not even what I have to offer in terms of productivity or output just like me as a person just like being Mm -hmm. a person and a light in the world like I don't know I just see myself in this way that I just never did before I see others in that same way as well um I don't know. I feel like my eyes have just been opened, (laughs) like, really wide.
2: Um, That's fucking beautiful. I mean, I I feel you. I feel you completely. And, I mean, I think that there's waves of, I don't know. The last couple of years for me have been really intense in the sense that, Everything, so, like, I had my Saturn Returns, which was a a shit storm of epic proportions. And then in the last, like, two years, it's just been, like, okay, well, okay. For example, on my birthday this year, this was the first birthday where, like, I felt older. Like, I, I felt my age this year. And I was, it was the first birthday where I was not, like, excited and I I am I I continue to be surprised that I live more years but (laughs) I was honestly like just not excited about it being my birthday and it sent me that day just down this spiral thinking about like Okay, Jasmine. So, let's take stock on where you are right now. Like in terms of the way that you act toward other people and the way that you show up in the world. Like are you going to be the manipulative 23-year-old forever? Like is that going to be you like taking advantage of the people that you care the most about, not valuing your family and friends, like letting everybody like letting shit just fall to the wayside, having tunnel vision, not caring, really not caring about anything. Mm. And it was um, a really dark reckoning and honestly continues to be a dark reckoning. And I feel like that kind of darkness was not something that I, well, I guess we never expect anything. Like can't, you can't expect. And this was a lesson has been a lesson in not expecting, like don't think that you know who you are because you're going to, you're, there's always something else to learn and this um <laughs> but i'm yeah. grateful for that transition and for this this transition that's happening now and but it's not pleasant and it's not um it's it's not pleasant but it's also directly related to my yoga practice like honestly I just cannot I don't see how I would be having this level of and not not specifically like I mean, I'm I'm talking about like all the you know I don't know why I'm explaining this shit to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I don't mean like because you know you say shit like this to people and then they're like yeah so like when you go to class you must feel so and I'm like nah bitch. You're like nah like whatever <laughs> anyway but so like I yeah. feel like if I was not living a yoga practice then I would not have even got well I don't know who knows who knows I mean, I guess, yeah, like true life life reckonings happen to everybody but i do think that whenever you are focused on introspection that it can bring shit to the light that you didn't think it would
1: yeah and continues to do so and i love that you said don't think you know yourself i I like wrote something like a couple weeks ago about like you know, for others to not think that they know so much about anybody just as much as I don't know myself, all parts of myself, you know, and and right. just in the way that social media creates that, like, I know you and you're my best friend kind of thing. Exactly. And me just being like, I don't even know me. So I don't know how you think you know me. <laughs> like, exactly. Oh,
2: my God. One
1: of the more bizarre, bizarre things to experience to, to have other people like do the hard eye thing at you and and. Um, you know the the pedestal when in reality exactly what you're saying so much of this process and the things that people have consumed as inspiring have come from so much darkness and pain mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. needing to heal and um, doing my patterns oh. and my shit over and over and over again and like fucking oh. the wrong people and you know all my oh. shit that I love to do you know and it's just it's not so glamorous
2: <laughs> yeah and I mean like <sighs> I feel like we don't, we don't really like shine enough of a light on the, on the shit that actually makes you a stronger, more grounded, more present person that it's not just like, it's not hard eyes. It's like, it's the moments where your face is against the pavement that you, that you know, to learn from, to take in, to learn from, and then to move forward. And I think that, um, the more that we like, li- cause I just can see this whole, this whole dynamic that we're talking about getting so much worse as time goes on. Cause we have this whole generation of people who don't know a world without like these, this avatar living where it's like yeah. you have this whole projection of who you are. They don't know anything but that. And they don't know to, to question it or to think that there's something more. And, I mean, honestly, like I'm I'm a realist at the end of the day, so I'm just kind of like, well, yeah, so whatever. <laughs> it's probably just gonna be that way. <laughs> no big deal. I mean, well, it's probably true. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, no, we have an opportunity to like to yeah. to show that life is more than the glossy moments, or it's more and it's more complicated than the glossy moments. Yeah, certainly.
1: No, oh, I love it. So what do you what are you like what's what are you excited about? Are you excited about anything?
2: I am that's I that's happening or are you about, just chilling? No, I'm I'm excited about this next year. Um I have a lot of projects coming up that I feel like I shouldn't talk about, but mm-hmm. I feel really excited about all of them. And I feel Good. like I hear um, you smiling. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, because this this year has been the year of like, I want to do the shit that I want to do. And I want to get, I want to pack a bunch of stuff that like I can just put out when I feel like it. And it doesn't have to be based on anybody's schedule. And that has felt really nice because the last couple of years have been a lot of like, okay, so this thing needs to happen at this time. And I need to do this thing and that thing and this and <laughs> that yeah. thing. And now I'm just like, I just I want to enjoy I want to enjoy being able to be creative for a living and live my yoga practice in like for a living. That's that's a dream job scenario. And I feel very blessed because so few people who like so few people in my family, so few people who look like me have this opportunity and I want to be I want to run with it. And I see that it is inspiring to people who are younger than me to be like, no, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to find ways to do what I want to do for a living, like whatever yeah. that is, because that can be so many things to so many people. And all of it comes down to just being yourself and trying to figure out who you are. And that process and really like living all of that for myself is really fun. So I guess I'm, I'm looking forward to what's coming next though. I will keep that to yourself. (laughs) Yes. I love it.
1: (laughs) No, that's awesome. And I, I, I'm smiling back because I feel, um, similarly and it's just, it's so cool to talk to you like after all of these years and I just, there's been so much growth all around and, uh, kudos, kudos for,
2: kudos for growing. I mean, really. And it's just wild because we've really known each other like through, a big like important chunk of our practices and I think it's it's been dope to talk to you about this and thanks for having me
1: absolutely all right do your shameless uh self promo please where can we find you and
0: You can find me
2: on. After I said all the stuff about how I hate, (laughs) you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. I'm my name is Jessamine. Pretty much everywhere except for Twitter. I'm Jessna Jazz, and you can find. (laughs) All the information about my classes, both online and in person, you can find information about whatever, fucking everything, at JessamynStanley.com. And there's a book, and the New York Times. And you can get my book, Everybody (laughs) Yoga, anywhere the books are sold, and whatever, I mean- this stuff if you're looking to see the jessamine jackoff parade it's on JessamineStanley.com. i love it check y'all should it. check
1: it out because there's a lot going on she's just being hella low-key but i'm i'm with that all right Ord. it's been awesome talking to you i love you a whole lot and i'm excited to see what you have coming up thanks for being on the pod
2: same same thank you so much for having me yeah. have a great day
0: Hi, friends. Dana here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Deep Dive. If you want more radical truth, make sure you subscribe. You can also keep up with me across social media at Dana Falsetti or visit my website, DanaFalsetti.com, to find workshops, speaking engagements, or take an online class. See you next time.